Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives. For those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment. To change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Live This Life podcast. I hope everyone has had a great week and whatever it is that you've been up to. This past week for us has been a great mix of advancement on some things and also a lot of different challenges. You know, those challenges can help us grow. I know that much. I think that's what's getting me through this week right now is knowing that once everything kind of passes, I'll see what the uh, the higher purpose was for it all. But this has definitely been one where I've gotten some things done, but then also along the way, just a, a lot of big challenges. You know, those challenges let you know that and we've done a great few things on a few different fronts this uh, this past few days, along with some very stressful and challenging circumstances that went along with them. And that's what this is all about. That contrast is so important in your life. And it helps you, I guess when you appreciate that contrast, it really helps you um, helps you appreciate those ups and downs because they're going to come no matter what. They're going to constantly come your way. And you, know, you have to appreciate everything. You got to Appreciate when that tide goes out and appreciate when the tide comes back in. But the best thing about all of it is when you when you follow that recipe, when you start to really learn this stuff and you embody whatever it is that you've interpreted through some of these things that we talk about on this podcast and what a lot of other self-help and self-motivation type uh, podcasts and, and programs talk about. When you follow that recipe, when you follow that life mastery stuff, it's supposed to lead to a certain mindset. And I think that's what's most gratifying for me right now is having what I feel like is that mindset, that mindset that I was actually seeking to find at one point. And I'm so grateful for having that perspective now on life. You know, that perspective that I have right now when the difficult times come up and and you know, I appreciate them. I appreciate the challenges when they come by. And that's really the main reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I feel like I've learned so much in such a short amount of time. And it's changed my life so much from really being such a a down and miserable person who was really angry and bitter at life uh, a lot of the time at my lowest points to literally feeling like I'm on top of life at every turn, no matter what comes up. And, you know, I really want everybody else to feel that way. That's why I'm doing these kinds of outreach and the things that I'm doing and the coaching and, and the podcast and everything is because I really want everyone I encounter to know that you have this kind of stuff within you. And to just let people know who who might be in the place, might be in that place right now that I was at one time, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You just need to 
Really seek out that light because it's different for every single one of us. And when you move for that light at the end of the tunnel, when you find a path, when you find something that you can move to that really resonates with you and you can move there with purpose, everything shifts in your life. And, you know, there's no better time to start those things than the present, you know, because in all reality, it's something you have in you right now. It's something that's there and you don't have to wait for the future. You don't have to wait for a different time. You can do it right now. And that is the concept of this episode is to talk about time, you know, future, past, present, all that stuff. Um, actually, before we do that, I want to take the time. Uh, see how I did there? I want to take the time to read a, a review from Apple Podcasts. And, uh, you know, this is great. I love to hear how this podcast has positively affected people and how it's benefiting their lives. And, uh, you know, a very easy way to do that, to let me know how things are going on, is to leave us a review on on Apple Podcasts. You know, there's a lot of good comments that have come through on social media and everything. Um, but really, on Apple Podcasts, it's where about like 70% of our listener base comes from. So it's really going to help us reach new people. And, you know, people are browsing for podcasts. There's a lot of competition out there for uh, people's attention with the podcast world. So any reviews that people can leave are definitely going to turn listeners in our direction. It's very much appreciated. So this one I want to read, this one's from Guru27, and it says, As a self-mastery guide, it's always amazing to connect with individuals like Heath, people who've grown through major challenges and who share their wisdom. This podcast is so valuable and nothing but pure wisdom. I truly appreciate you and your purpose to impact the world in a major way. I think I have a feeling I know who this review was left by, uh, but it's very much appreciated. So thank you, Guru27, uh, for that great review. And if you're so inspired to leave a review, please do so. Um, maybe we'll read it on the air as well. And it will definitely help us get more listeners and definitely gives me a boost. It's great to hear that this is positively affecting people. Um, you know, I see the the listener base go up. I see the Facebook page likes uh, and the follows go up on Instagram as well. So, I mean, those things help, but you just never know how it's really affecting people until they, they give you some sort of feedback. So it's greatly appreciated. You know, as of right now, the podcast has expanded to 27 countries since we launched it in late September. And its listener base is really expanding very rapidly. And I'm so very, very grateful for all of the support and all of the following that has come out of this. Which also reminds me, I wanted to show a little bit of love, actually show a lot of love to our friends um, from Australia. You know, we have a really large portion of our listener base that's from Australia. I think it's like the third or fourth top listening country that we have. And, you know, they're recovering from the historic wildfires that claim so much life and cause so much devastation in their country. And I know that people there are going through a lot of stuff. And I just wanted to say that, you know, the world is with you. The world's watching everything that's happening. And um, everybody's sending you tons of love, tons of good wishes and hopes that everyone makes a really speedy recovery, that everyone moves past all the devastation and the hard times very quickly. And uh, you move on to another another phase of your life that um, really goes forward from this potential low point. So just want to send that love out to our, our listener base and everybody else from Australia. So for this episode, I'd like to build on the recurring theme about time that's come up in recent episodes. It was discussed in The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle in Chapter 3, 
And it was also a focus of the discussion that we had with Princeton Clark in the Finding Life episode, the Finding Life interview that we just did. And, you know, it really it really opened up my eyes when I first met Princeton. Even though I had embodied some of these concepts in a very loose way, when I really crossed paths with Princeton, that's what really hammered a lot of the stuff home. If you haven't heard that episode or read that chapter, um, definitely go back and check those out. There's a lot of good information in there that's really going to to set the tone for where we're going on this episode. But if you haven't checked out either one of those, basically mainly the concept is that we we need to dissolve what we think of, of what we've been programmed to think of about time. And one of the most profound ways to do that is just breaking that misconception of our world and how it works. You know, we've been told from the cradle, from, from young ages, about how time works and how we should feel about time and how we fit into it all. And how we always need to feel like we're racing against time. We're always fighting against the clock. You know, we're we're trying to resist getting older and that, you know, we're not getting enough done in our lives. There's not enough time in the day. And, you know, we, we, we end up with regrets of the past when we don't get things done or something doesn't go our way. And, and we have anxieties about the future, about things not going our way in the future. And I feel like once we dissolve time and the constraints that it puts on us, it can really open things up in our lives. It can really open up our perception of life. And I know that it has done wonders for me since I've changed my perceptions about life in this way. And, you know, I really now have a completely different conception about time. You know, our concept of time now, I believe, is so skewed from all the different things that I, I've read and listened to and looked into. Our, our values of time and, and how it really affects our reality day to day is is very very off you know time is really just a basic measurement system and, and it really ends there if you think about it we have developed a measurement system of how long a day lasts and how long our planet takes to go around the sun and that equals a year but as soon as you leave earth i mean everything changes you know time changes time bends you know time is relative that's the, one of the basic fundamentals that you have to understand for this discussion it means that Time has a different reference point for different observers, people in different places or people who are traveling at different speeds. You know, it's all relative to the observer. If you've ever seen the movie Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it in case you haven't seen it. If you haven't, go see it. It's, it's a long movie. It's pretty deep, but it's, it's a, really is a great movie. And in one certain part, they, they have to go down to this big planet that has a, a, you know, a huge amount of gravity. And it's orbiting a black hole that's nearby as well. So um, a few people go down to the surface while one guy stays in an orbiter going around the planet. And they only go down for a certain amount of time. And they know while they're there that their time is going by much slower than it is for everyone else outside of that planet. The guy in the orbiter and everybody back on Earth. So they have to move quick, and they spend a little more time there than they were planning on. They have something happen, and when they get back up in space and they get to the orbiter, the guy that was there aged 26 years because all that time had passed. And it's because gravity affects how time flows. People who are more, who are affected by gravity, people who are around a greater force of gravity, time slows down for them. It's called time dilation, which that's a huge conversation probably a whole episode in and of itself of time dilation um it, by the way i'm a huge geek on this kind of stuff i totally geek out all the time on on science and physics and that's why i'm trying to blend a lot of that stuff into the podcast because i feel like 
there's a lot of truth that helps you realize what reality could possibly be all about when you study physics. You know, one of the other parts I found is that the the, the tough part about all that is, is that physicists aren't exactly the most, um, they're not the easiest people to listen to. They're not the easiest people to break down their knowledge and talk to people. And I'm by no means a physicist. I'm nowhere close. I never studied that stuff in school formally. I'm more of just like a freelance researcher of uh, things that just interest me involving physics. But I feel like so much goes over the general public's head because it's so dry and it's so intensive with information. Um, But this one's a big one because it helps you really break free of time, that clock, that that constantly moving forward misconception that we all have about time. You know, time dilation, if you move toward the center of a, like the center of the earth, if you synchronize a clock at like sea sea level and you moved one of those clocks towards the center of the earth, gravity increases there. So the clock's going to move slower than if you took one that was synchronized and you put it up into space. The one in space would go faster, and the one in the center of the Earth would go slower. They've actually done experiments like this, um, but it's a crazy concept, you know. But it's physics; it's the truth; it's it's what happens, and you know, it helps start to break your hardwired conditioning of what time really is. I mean, it's something that we invented as humans. I mean, we measured the length of quote a day, you know. We measured the the length of a year, and that made our measurement of what we call time. We made clocks and calendars to keep track of it all so we could, you know, synchronize our lives with other people and, you know, be able to meet up and do things like, you know, jobs and dinner and everything else that our clocks help us do. But it's it's all a construct. It's all a human construct. I mean, really, back in like the late 1800s, we, we determined what the international day line was going to be. I mean, if you think about that, a, a whole group of people got together in a room and basically said, we are all collectively as people going to decide when one day starts and another day ends. So they drew a line at a certain place on the planet, and it's not even a straight line. It's it's more crooked than you can imagine. And they, they literally said, like, that side of the line is Monday, and that side is Tuesday, and that's the way it's going to be. And you know that that's if you think about that for a minute, like, some people just determined at what point the days were going to change. Like we have some sort of divine power, you know, that was bestowed on us as people to um, to make that determination. I mean, even depending on the planet you're on, years are longer or shorter or days are longer or shorter, depending on the spin of the planet. So, you know, if you had, had originated on another planet or something, your time, your sense of time would be completely different. You know, I've studied general relativity and listened to hours and hours and hours of talks on on general relativity versus, you know, the emerging studies of quantum physics. And, you know, the goal of quantum physics is to really, quantum physics studies the small while general relativity studies the large stuff like planets. And, you know, quantum physics studies things like protons and electrons and quarks and all the way down to all the super small stuff that they're they're finding. But it's quantum physics is helping us understand the basic fundamentals of our reality a little bit better than we did before. And it's not really reinventing the wheel with with general relativity. It's more melding some of the old science with some newer understandings. And Einstein was was famous for his studies on general relativity. And one of the, the studies that I learned about recently when I was kind of looking into things on time was the the twin paradox that he he had done some research on. 
And basically in that one, he stated if a set of identical twins were on Earth and they split up and one went to, you know, one stayed on Earth and one went on a spaceship and traveled to a star that was 10, 10 light years away. And a light year, 10 light years means it's just, it's a, it's a distance that light travels. Um, light, light speed is basically the distance that light travels in a year. So it'd take 10 years for light to reach this planet if we shined a light at it right now. So you can imagine how far away that is. It's incredibly far, far away. Um, if that twin that was heading towards that other star was traveling at 86% the speed of light, they would age two times slower than the twin on Earth. And that would be because when you approach the speed of light, you gain more mass. You become more and more massive as you approach the speed of light. So this was due to time dilation. All the mathematics that they had for this, this twin paradox was actually showing that the twins would age at different rates. And when the other twin returned from their trip, um, the, the twin on Earth would have aged decades versus how much the twin in space actually aged. So when you think of these things, you know, you, you get into these senses of linear time. When you, when you break down the science of how time really isn't something that's so hard set, like when we look at the clocks and the calendars, it's, it's not this linear thing that we think of. It's not just some law that, that, that can't change. It changes all the time. It's bent and it's stretched and it's all relative to the observer. But on the other hand and this is what kind of bakes my noodle a little bit. But on the other hand, you can't say that time does not exist because it certainly does. We watch a measurement of time pass. We can see things change. Um, you know, without time, things would never change or, or they would all change at once. You know, we need time to make things develop. Um, you know, it's one of the main fundamentals of, uh, of time passing is, is entropy. It, you know, things will age. They will, they will get older. They can, um, you know, they change. Like you can't you can scramble an egg, but you can't unscramble an egg just like time doesn't flow backwards. That's probably the most simple example I can think of. But we need something like that to, to understand the world around us. And that's what time does. Time unfolds in one direction from our perspective. And all we need to really remember in all this discussion about time is that it's basically irrelevant that in our lives, unless we're talking about clock time, you know, we need to get to a job by 9 a.m., we need to pick up our kids sometimes by 3 p.m., like whatever it is that's going on for certain calendar appointments, yes, we need that. We need it to communicate with each other in the modern world. But to, I really want to break your thought models of the 24-7, 365 model of time that we've all thought about for so long. Once you can differentiate between clock time that they talk about in chapter three of The Power of Now and realize that it, it's only really a measurement, that time doesn't really exist, you break free of past and future and you really are able to move into the now so much easier. You realize that right now, the now moment is where all of your actions are made you can't make an action in the future. You can, you can make an action when that future moment gets here. You know, I can say at seven o'clock tonight, I'm going to make some sort of an action and I can take that action when that time comes. But that moment when it arrives is still now. Just like now does not happen 10 minutes ago. You can't make a decision in the past. It's something that's already gone by. It's a, it's a moment of now that's past and now it's just a memory. 
And the future is just a moment of now that hasn't arrived. And when it does, it will be now. You know, the moment of now is where all your power lies. It's where all your power is going to lie. And right now, you can move. You can think. You can you can take actions. You can make a plan. You can do anything you want to do in this moment. And that's the way that it always will be. And now really is the only time that you have control over. I mean, there were times that I think about in my life where I wish I could go back. I wish I could change the way that I acted and decisions that I made and the way that I carried myself, the way that I treated people. But in reality, you can't do anything about those things. And it's going to drive you nuts trying to think about the what ifs. And if I could only go back, you can't. And that's a hard fact for some of us to accept. But you have to get there. You have to take the hard lessons of the past, everything that was good, everything that was bad, and process it all and turn it into something that's valuable for you right now. And then in this moment, figure out how those past moments, those teachings, are going to affect your life moving forward. What did you learn from them? What sort of things can you apply to your life moving forward to to better yourself, to really empower your life in every step of your life going forward. And that's what really brings you to that creative point, that happy point. You know, realizing that all of those things that happened, whatever they are, making peace with them, and then knowing that you have the power from this point on to turn those things into something great. That's where your power lies, and that's really where you can break free. When you can really harness all these facts and when you can really conceive of what it is that I'm, I'm talking about, because it does take a while to shift your thinking and, and shift your perspective on life and time and, and everything that we've been hardwired to think about for all these years, you can really break free at that point. But it does take work. It takes a lot of time to get to a, stand, to a, to a perspective, to get to a point in your life where you can stand and look at your life and say that you're going to make certain decisions and you're going to be okay with those decisions because they're all for your greatest good. They're all going to help you in your highest point. And even if you didn't make them with your best interest in mind at a certain point in your life, they're going to carry you forward. They're going to they're going to eventually work out in your highest good. And when you get there, you won't worry about all the little stuff. You won't worry about what day of the week it is. You know, you're, you're just going to make the best of today. Like today, I'm recording this episode on a Monday, and it has been a hugely challenging Monday of all Mondays. It's been a hugely challenging one on top of everything that's been going on in my life. But it's just another day. You know, I'm just doing things that are important to me. I'm creating things, and I'm making things happen, and I'm moving on my goals and losing myself in the service of others. And I think that's so pivotal to finding that point in your life then that you know that point when you you you're creating something or you're having a ton of fun and you just lose all track of time every every minute that goes by you're just not paying attention and hours and hours and hours can go by and it feels like it's just minutes you can have that point in your life all the time it doesn't just have to be limited to when you've lost yourself completely in, you know, whether you're painting or you're working out or you're doing, you know, you're with friends or you're, you're at a fun event. Just whatever it is that you're in that state of mind where you're just in complete bliss or creativity or what it is, 
you can get to that point in your everyday life. And then things become so much more interesting and fun. You don't realize how much time has passed. You don't realize even what day of the week it is. You just start to move with purpose. You start to move on life with enthusiasm. You know, you really start to lose yourself in everyday life. And it's possible to get to that standpoint. Now, there's one thing that I, I, I want to say is that you will get to how you get there very soon in some of these episodes. It's tough because it, you want to really dive into the how. You don't want to leave people hanging that there's this magical way that you can get to this standpoint where you're, you know, you're loving life. I mean, I got to be honest. I don't love life every single day. I have very hard days. I have down moments. Um, I, I work with this guy um, that I just hired as my my sort of second in command, the guy that helps me out with everything. And he's a very deep soul. I know he listens to this podcast too, so I'm throwing you some love, Matt. But um, you know, he he really has a deep perspective on life as well. And we have really hard, challenging days, and we work great as a team. You know, we can bounce and vent a couple of things off each other. But usually, when one person's down really low. The other one's there to kind of drag the other one back up. It's like, okay, yep, you got through your stuff. You vented it out a little bit. Now, let's go make the best of today. Let's go get through the challenges that we've got to get through. The only way we're going to get there is together. You need people like that in your life, but you also need to try and have that perspective in your life so that you can make it through those hard points. And in future episodes, we're going to talk about the the real basic pieces of that recipe on really how I got there and how I know a lot of other people got to that point in their life so that you can replicate it. Because one thing I don't want to do is just keep saying, you can get there someday, you can get to that perspective someday, and then not tell people how to get there. So trust me, keep following along. We're going to get to some of that stuff coming up in the near future. But it does it does take a lot of work to get there, I won't lie. You know, I started this awakening process around like 2015 was when really the little bits of breadcrumbs started getting dropped for me. And it really moved heavy since about like 2018, about like a little before midway of 2018. It takes a lot of time. And I'm recording this now in early 2020. It takes a lot of time to get to... A really healthy point where you can look back. You you climb that mountain, you look back on how hard the climb was. The view is great. You're glad you accomplished it. It just takes a lot of work and it takes time to make it up that mountain. Just being straight up. There's no easy way to get to the top. There is no elevator. There's no lift. You got to climb. You got to go through the burning legs. You've got to go through some stuff. You got to go through the BS that people uh, put you through. And the, the other tough part about all this, too, is you got to go through some of the BS that people try to sell you. And that's one of my main motivations for being on this podcast as well is because I think my journey of going from, you know, the early points of really awakening my consciousness and my motivation and everything and getting to a happier place in life was tripped up along the way by a lot of people trying to sell you a lot of crap. There's a lot of stuff that you have to wade through. And I'm kind of hoping that I can help people wade through a lot of the woo-woo stuff, which some of this stuff is very woo-woo. You know, you look at it and and even this whole conversation on time, when you first started out, you're kind of like, where is this guy going with this stuff? But it makes sense. You know, eventually this stuff does get down into some really deep fundamentals of quantum physics. It gets into some very woo-woo stuff. And and the woo-woo stuff is stuff that we 
just don't fully comprehend. So we'll call it woo-woo. There's stuff that I don't understand either. I mean, I'm not all on the bandwagon of, of crystals and all that kind of stuff, but who knows what there is to it. I'm, I'm not against a lot of the different new age type of stuff because I don't fully know about it. And I'm, I'm a skeptic. So once I learn more about it, I'll be able to make a good decision on it. But there's so much stuff out there. There's so many people trying to sell you snake oil, which for some people who don't know what that means, I mean, it's just like people trying to sell you garbage. You know, they're pretending it's something else. And I, that term is probably really dated. But uh, people just trying to sell you things for the sake of selling you things and take you down roads and they, and they distract you. They get you off the path. And, you know, I guess that's the main point of what I'm doing here is to try to give you a fast track of where I've ended up in my perspective so that maybe you can get a glimpse of it. Because I really feel like there's a recipe that if you follow, you'll get to the places you want to in life really fast. Call it law of attraction, call it power of now, call it divine connectedness, whatever it is. Life gets funner when you start to open up these doors and go down these little rabbit holes of stuff. Life gets so interesting when you start to think of these concepts you never thought of before, the what ifs and what if these things are true and you ponder things like time. It makes life a little more interesting. It gets your brain working. And then the side effect of some of this stuff is life starts to get a little bit more easy. You don't get as stressed out. You start to have things come to you. You start to meet the right people. You get put in the right situations. You start to have these weird coincidences or synchronicities. And the next thing you know, life starts to get more interesting and it stops being such a struggle. You start pondering the what ifs. And you really realize that every single what if is a possible reality of your life. You don't dwell so much on yesterday unless it's remembering the good stuff. And you don't dwell on what the future could be unless it's you setting your goals. You don't worry about what's coming up. You just try and point your ship in the right direction and head that way. You break free of regret and you stop worrying about the future and you're as present as possible. And, you know, you can be inventive and meaningful in your purposes in everything that you do. So, you know, be purposeful today in your interactions with people. Be purposeful with your words. Do everything you can to be here and now whenever you possibly can be. You're going to stress. You're going to lose your way. You're going to slip. You're going to stumble. Fall forward, like my friend Princeton says. If you're going to fall, fall forward. That way, you're a couple steps forward from the place that you were um, before you ended up you know, where you where you started from and do everything you can here and now whenever you possibly can put down the phone you know be in the moment get off electronics as much as uh, all of us usually are in this day and age and try to conceive some of these things that we're talking about here and I, honestly i think one of the best ways to do this is meditation and if you don't meditate now it's something that can really transform your life completely you know, I'll talk about that a bit more in some upcoming episodes as well. And, you know, I have some outstanding guests that that are going to be coming on to talk about meditation, um, you know, to get anyone on the beginner level, because even on the beginner level, it's so powerful in your life. It's something that's so simple to master, but it does take work in itself. And then once you do it, you really can start to bring yourself into the now more than you can imagine if you don't meditate now. So I think I'm going to wrap up this episode. You know, I could probably go on forever on this subject. Um, you know, there's plenty of time for that to do it another time. I'm going to stop with the time jokes. That's enough. 
So I'm going to play a song here from Soul Rising, which I am so happy to see that he's doing so well in his ventures too. You know, he's getting a ton of exposure. Uh, Brandon, who, aka DJ Soul Rising, uh, he's been traveling in Europe. His music's been being featured in these huge live events and these big venues. And I feel like he's really been picking up speed since I've stumbled across this stuff. I'm so happy and grateful. Uh, for all the stuff that he's doing and his influence on the podcast. I know a lot of people said they like his music and they're creating playlists on Spotify with him and everything. So um, congratulations to him. And uh, he's still very grateful for his uh, his involvement here in the podcast. This song I'm going to play by Soul Rising is called Soak It Up off of the 2019 album Serenity. Until next time, everybody, keep living. And thanks for listening. Thank you.